0: Truth and Coffee Time. Hey friends, welcome to the Truth and Coffee Time podcast with diverse love. I am Denise. And I'm Brian. Get your coffee or whatever your cup of joy is and settle in for some bold conversations, some random topics, a few cuss words, and a whole lot of us. Brian, let's go. Hey, Brian. Hi, Denise. How's your day going?
1: Uh, It was was interesting.
0: Yeah, I could tell. I could tell. He was dealing with some toxic behavior, which is so perfect, because that's what we're going to be talking about today, is toxic behavior and toxic people or having friends who are toxic. And not necessarily, I don't know if we'll, we'll be able to determine how you should handle it, but definitely talk about the behavior and what it can do and can't do to relationships. Correct. So you remember that um that comedian we was listening to? Oh yeah, uh Dane Cook. Yeah. And you remember that um that one segment that he said, Who shit in the coat room? Like if you wanna really get something going on you someone go shit in the coat room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Somebody shit in the coat room.
0: I had to thinking about that, like who shit in the coat room? A
1: toxic person. That's
0: a toxic person. That's a a toxic person. Or somebody
1: who (laughs) wants to get the party started, all in the wrong way, right? That's
0: the wrong way. That's definitely the wrong way. The thing about the thing about that is, I remember, I remember one time dealing with a person who you knew was very toxic for me, and it it changed my behavior so just thinking about who shit in the coat room that's a toxic person leaving their poison in a room and and departing you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah how do you how do you deal with a friend or or a colleague who is toxic wow
1: um i guess Friends, you wouldn't see right up front. You would see it down the line. So Mm -hmm. do do, do friends have uh,
0: shelf lives? I think, I think, yeah, because they all are in tears. I mean, you have your inner circle, you know, we've talked about this before. You have your inner circle, you have that circle that's outside of your inner circle. And then you have that, that proxy circle, that, that bigger, bigger circle. Do you necessarily call them friends? Well, they could be friends for a season or for a reason. But just think about if one of them was toxic, how it could just infiltrate into all those circles and they could be leaving their shit in all kind of coat rooms (laughs) (laughs) in that circle, you know,
1: or in or in those three circles. And. Most of your friends are around you, like true friends. Mm-hmm. They're not there for what they could do for you mm-hmm. or how they can mm-hmm. put you on a different yeah. level. You guys maneuver together. It's like, like he might like-minded. have something or she might have something that that don't that you don't have, um, and y'all teach each other. You know, iron mm-hmm. sharpens iron. Yeah. But if you have friends that are around you that always come to you with their with their problems and their don't respect your boundaries right. and and are. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with... Those aren't my friends. And yeah, but You know, it. but
0: we, you know, I can remember. So you remember this. I was working at this one job and I was just just excelling at this job and coming home and just giving you all kind of great um, feedback on how I was doing. Not necessarily that the, that the job environment was the greatest for me, but how I was excelling. And do you remember we they hired this employee there and that employee was toxic? Completely toxic. And about three months went by and I was coming home and my um, my behavior changed. I was complaining all the time. I was saying I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And I remember you sat me down over coffee and we were ta- having our conversation and you said to me, who at your job has poisoned what you think about you and your job? Who is toxic? Who who have they brought in that is needed. You, that has made you change your behavior. No uh, one has never asked me that before.
1: I remember that mm-hmm. because when it would, you went from being not not that you didn't have trials at your job, but you were more positive through mm-hmm. everything. And yeah. then everything, even though there were positive things happening at your job, you started being negative. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. but that's when I knew, I mean, back then we wouldn't call it toxic friendships or mm-hmm. stuff well, like we that. Well, we didn't We'd really be.
0: know what to call it, but you were right. That was very toxic behavior. You said to me, whoever you are talking to now at your job has poisoned the water. So in other words, someone had shit in the coat room <laughs> and had left it there and i just kept going in and shout out to dane cook yeah great comedian if you guys don't know dane cook he is a great comedian and like i said we we were listening to him and his this whole segment about who shit in the coat room had nothing really to do with toxic behavior but when we were thinking about it we were like people who are toxic that is exactly what they do they poison the environment they poison the water they poison whatever that they are and they and they leave it a lot of time they'll leave that that shit <laughs>
1: It for, around, hanging for,
0: right there. just for you to deal with and before you know it you have changed your behavior and now you're acting like them have you ever had brian have you ever had any instances where someone was very toxic and you didn't see it right away but then when you did see it you noticed that it had changed your behavior
1: yeah yeah Um, I can remember when I first got into the military, a friend of mine, when I got to permanent party, a friend of mine said, hey, look, uh, make sure if you need anything, talk to people on this side of the the hallway. Mm
0: -hmm, The mm -hmm. guys
1: down there, they're getting out Mm -hmm. and they have a a different attitude about the military. They're not they're not keen on it. They've had a bad experience. This and that. It was my sergeant um, that was in charge of me at the time. And he said, it's not that they're bad people. They just had a bad experience and it kind of put a bad taste in their mouth. Mm-hmm. And you don't need that. You just getting here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, OK. And I can remember the conversations that I was having with the people that were gung-ho, you know, ready to roll. Right. Uh, uh, it didn't matter what happened. And um, in, in military people, they always, we like, there's so much sarcasm in the military yeah, when, it to, <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to being a, in a bad a topic situation. That's within itself. (laughs) being in a bad Mm -hmm. situation Mm -hmm. you could be like digging a foxhole and it's raining and the rain is deeper in the foxhole than you digging and uh, just because uh, the person that's in charge of you is making you dig a foxhole in a rainy ass foxhole so it's like and then everybody's like oh yeah that's great that's what we're doing <laughs> hey and then they'll start you know just mm-hmm. acting up singing and whatnot. you know that's where I want to be I want to be knee deep in
0: some water but just in think about that though just think about that honey when you're in the military and you're in, with your your platoon or your your squad at that moment and y'all gotta be thick as thieves and tighter. And tight because your lives depend on each other. A toxic person within that group can be oh, a life of death. It could be a life of death situation. Bring you know?
1: a, that can bring a bring a squad down,
0: mm-hmm. a platoon, mm-hmm. a unit. Yep. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. So how do you handle that? Like how do you handle because you know we were reading, and you both were looking at some of the the, the, the attributes around friends who have toxic friends, and it was saying that um you feel like you deserve an apology, but it never comes like the 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 friend feel like they deserve an apology from the toxic friend but it never comes and then you then you end up on the defensive side where you defending yourself from this person when it's actually not you who have done anything it's the person who is toxic that keeps bringing the shit to the coat room
1: well i mean in in friendship Mm -hmm. i mean not people in, a, in the world you're just yeah. walking around in the world talking to you. but in friendship you should be able to give and receive instructive criticism mm-hmm. and if you can't mm-hmm. give or receive instructive criticism without being in your feelings like you're allowed to be in your feelings like absolutely you, you can't you are. W- without but you should be able to understand that that person has your best interests at hand right like I have friends that I can count them on my hand, mm-hmm. but I should be able to talk to them, and they should be able to talk to me. Right. If they felt like this podcast was out of pocket, they would talk to me, and, and I would. And
0: we still do the podcast. Yeah,
1: but 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 they're allowed. But to we are talk allowed to, to, talk, to talk
0: to us, and right. we will. And we are the type of people who will listen to what they're saying. So mm-hmm. if they said to us, you know, hey, we love your podcast, but we we think you were kind of out of pocket in what you said on this subject. First of all, I would want to know why you thought that and maybe should be on a guest and come talk to us and exactly. tell us why exactly. we said, exactly. you know, so, but yeah. So I, I just remember, I tell that story sometimes to the girls because I've noticed them. Sometimes they'll bring people into their lives who are a bit toxic and you don't see the red flags right away. That's something about people with toxic behaviors. Once you get invested with them, you don't see those red flags right away. That is um, sometimes concerning because it's hard for you to pull back to get yourself in a position where hey I know something is not right about this relationship whether it's a friendship a colleague a situationship or or whatever it's hard for you to pull back cuz now you're invested into this this friendship but you find yourself never really feeling comfortable around that person
1: is it because they're trying to change you or is it because see because you, what if you're the toxic person mm. you know what I'm saying and they're trying to change you in a better way or what if you're not the toxic person Mm -hmm. and they're trying to take you down a more negative
0: path Mm. because they want company in their toxic toxicity yeah is that that a word that big word right there (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they want they want they don't want to be the only one that's them bringing up drama Mm. you know Mm -hmm. they don't let it live they don't let it Stay down. They don't let it. They don't let your past go. They don't let a toxic person will bring up your past. If they see you succeeding, they'll bring up your past.
1: You know, you in in life, there's givers and takers, and then you right. have both to both give and take, and, right, and whatnot. And um I had a close friend of mine tell me one time. He was like, "Dude, man, you give so much. You give in here, you give there, you mm-hmm, give there." Mm-hmm. He was like, "It. Th- some of that is them taking advantage of you." Yeah. He was like, "They're taking advantage of you," mm-hmm. and he's like, "And some of that, I know." you know they're taking advantage of you. He's like you could say no. And that's not him saying that the people were toxic. He was just saying they're taking they're they're, they're taking because they can and you're able to give to them. Um and to this day we have a good relationship. We have a uh was well, decent it's mm-hmm. it, We we still talk, we still uh we can I can call him or he can call me and we pick right. up just like that. Right. Um we don't have any issues in our relationship, but when you watch each other in social media or you watching, or you watch each other or talk to each other, you can hear in their voice when they change.
0: Mm. And
1: if there's been a year go by, you can hear.
0: And the gap is getting bigger and bigger. The, yeah, mm-hmm. your
1: gaps in your relationships get bigger and bigger and bigger because either of what they've been through what they're going through, what they've seen,
0: who well, they, y'all got different perspectives now. Who
1: their friends are, mm-hmm. what their motivation is. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of difference in it. So you can you can always tell If your friendship is growing apart or if it comes together. Right. right. So that's why that's why I try to keep an open mind when you talk to people that you've been estranged from or like I have I have a friend that stays in the same town. We are uh, we have known each other for 20 some years and we only catch up every once in a while. Right. I mean, he's four doors down. We were in the military 20 odd years ago. Right. And we catch up when we can. He's a busy man. I'm a busy man. Yeah. i mean there's and i mean what do you do right you know what i'm saying right but we still have the same values the same morals yeah. the same we pick but do you, up but we, do pick, you think, we pick up immediately
0: but do you think that if he was a toxic friend that he was that he would would have those same values and same morals that you have and that you could be able to pick up where you left off because i do find that friends that may be toxic we can pick up where we left off but unfortunately where we left off it brings a bitter taste in my memory
1: do you, you like, know what I mean? do you like people that to hang around you that are optimistic or do you like I
0: like people to hang around me that are optimistic Optimistic, but I also like people to hang around me that 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 weighs in the risk factors of whatever we are trying to do. So I don't know if that's see a that's person. where we that's
1: where me and you differ because Come on, now no I'm, I'm no I'm 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 saying because you have to have a spreadsheet with I
0: do I do I need an agenda I need to know and I'm like what we do I don't want to wing it hurl
1: my body out of a plane and we'll figure I'm, it away. I don't want to wing it that's like, why I had a did rope. somebody
0: grab the parachute but that's why I had a rope. <laughs> And you didn't, that's, because I want to know the plan. Why, I want to know where we're going that's why, and where that's we're why heading. That's why you're
1: in dividend stocks and I'm in crypto. I that's mean, why, it, I mean,
0: because I need to know the plan. I need to know where we're going. I, I love people around me that are optimistic because it inspires me. But I also want someone around me who, who weighs the risk factors of whatever we are planning to do. I want to jump, because I know I, I've listened to so many motivational speakers that says on the other side, of of fear there is success. I want to jump, but I also want to jump knowing what is the probability that I'm going to kill myself or I'm going to be okay. I ain't trying
1: to kill myself.
0: But do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you know it. what I mean? So I find that, that people who have toxic behaviors, they're not even optimistic. All they do is look at the risk factors and they take those risk factors and they make net negative connotations about it. And if they see you still taking that, if they see you still tape, taking that leap, then they they say things to instigate a reservation in your mind to make you not want to do it. Then and you start feeling bad um, in their presence when you're around them, like the person at my job that you challenged me on. I start feeling like now that you've challenged me and opened my eyes and made me see, I mean, that was so powerful to me. Just those words that you said to me, who, you didn't say what has, has changed your behavior. You specifically looked at me and said, who are you hanging around now at your job that has caused your behavior to change? It made me me sit back and think about everybody and literally I knew immediately. I knew immediately. So those type of people, they are not optimistic. They are toxic and they're negative and they need as many people on their side as possible to keep their toxicity going. There's that big word again. <laughs>
1: I thought, I thought, um, I didn't know who it was. I know now, but I didn't know who it was at the Mm -hmm, time. mm -hmm. But when I found out, I was so pissed off at her. I was like.
0: Yes, you were. You were.
1: You remember she came up to us in a restaurant one Mm -hmm. time.
0: I remember before she came up to us (laughs) in that restaurant, though, she had wrote us this long letter about how she was apologizing for some of the things she had did and said and how she had talked about, she apparently had talked about one of our kids and, you know, and I remember. There's a
1: lot to say about our children. Linda. Yeah, Yeah, there are. But her, that's for yes, us to say. In, in her Not defense. for her. Yeah. yeah.
0: Not for her. And so I do remember that <laughs> I do remember that she wrote that long email and I was thinking to myself, Ugh, you know, I didn't know how to take it because she had just brought so much toxic shit in our, co- in our coat room mm-hmm. that I didn't know how to take it. And I remember showing you the letter. You didn't even read the letter. As soon as you knew who it was from. Yeah, I don't need to read it <laughs> yep you did you absolutely did and i remember that because you were so upset that she had shit in the coat room poisoned the water made behaviors change and you have never been a person to deal with negative and toxic people at all take your shit with you out the coat room and take your coat with you mm-hmm. agreed <laughs> What else do you want them to know about toxic behavior, honey?
1: Well, I was researching like, you know, how before this, before we started doing this right here. But I was researching to find out exactly what toxic behavior was within like your friends. Right. And they basically said that it would be all about them Mm -hmm. and their problems and, you know, what they're going through and it never can be about you
0: mm-hmm. and even
1: if you bring it up it's about it's about them.
0: So stop right there because I remember that when you said that their problems is all about them, it never can be about you. I remember this, this minister or uh, evangelist was telling me one time stop being a dump truck, uh, a dumping site right. for everyone. Everyone is coming and dumping their trash on your dump site and you haven't even been able to release it before someone else dump some trash on you again. When do mm-hmm. you get to release that that, that trash? Right. And when do, when is your dump site clean? And who do you dump your trash on? Mm-hmm. And she was telling me that anytime you get a friend who continuously dump their problems on you, but they don't have no time to hear about yours, that is a toxic person. Mm-hmm. So I agree with that article. No, I, I, I do too. What else did that article say?
1: It said um, they don't respect you Mm-hmm. ignore your boundaries mm-hmm. and, they, and they try to I guess manipulate you mm-hmm. into
0: mm-hmm.
1: Th- their area
0: mm-hmm. so and they're trying to change you yeah they but they don't know they're trying to change you well most of them don't most of them that's the, uh, their DNA they're just toxic people they didn't set out to say I'm going to change this heifer and I'm going to make her be the person that I am most of them that toxic behavior is in their DNA and they've probably been like that since they were younger and that's just that's all they know. Yeah, no, and if no, you call them on
1: it, and they they feed on drama. Yeah, like it's it's more oh. like like when drama comes and drama mm-hmm. comes and they bring it to you and they bring it to mm-hmm. you. It's 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 them that I guess that's how you get get their high or something. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of people that get are, are oh man, did you see what happened to today? Right. Did you see what? Yeah, and it just that's keeps. That's so
0: going. good. That's good because. We both had kids in school at the same time and I never had any issue with the school. But all of a sudden when she came every single day she was complaining about something at the school. Now all of a sudden, I don't even know when it happened. That's the the sad thing. Watch your toxic friends because you're going to you'll start talking like them and thinking like them and you don't even know when the transition happened. Mm-hmm. I have no idea when I stepped into complaining about that school because I loved that school. I never I had we had 2 3 kids, I mean, three kids that go through that school. I never had any issue with that school. Now, all of a sudden, I'm complaining every day about Mm -hmm. the school.
1: It's because you took on their characteristics, but if you didn't, you would be, which is the next thing in here, Mm -hmm. you would be uncomfortable around them Mm -hmm. because they're not, they're not who you are. Mm -hmm. You're still driving yourself. Yeah. And
0: Eventually, I did become uncomfortable around here. Like, I didn't want to go to eat lunch with her anymore. I just was, I felt so awkward around her because I didn't want... I was, like, protecting myself. You have to protect your peace. You have to to put a pause in your life when you know that that someone around you is toxic.
1: The next item is they gossip regularly. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How else would they make it toxic?
0: Yeah. You understand? Which is not our... That is not our forte at all. Yeah,
1: we gossip them right now.
0: Yeah, with each other. (laughs) 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 No.
1: No. (laughs) No, that isn't our forte, but, but... I. I've ne- I don't. I don't like people who talk bad about other people. I mean, if you're going to talk bad, bad to them to me, mm-hmm. uh, go tell them. Mm-hmm. You know. I remember one time, me and your, uh, as you call him, Big Daddy, was mm-hmm. sitting at Crystals, two o'clock after one of his games. Crystals, and, yeah, yum. Yeah.
0: yeah. If y'all have never been to Crystals? Had a Crystals burger? People say it's compared to White Castle. I know I'm off subject, but you know, food always distract me. We're plugging crystals right now. They um they always compare to to White Castle, but to me there is no comparison. I love White Castle, but Crystal is is a whole um, decadent of their own. It's yeah. just greasy fast food indigestion and and good. <laughs>
1: something to something to eat after you after you are trying to walk a drunk off. Right? Right. No, but we were sitting at Crystal's. It's two a.m. in the morning. It was him and a couple of his buddies, and I was I was driving them. and um, we. We're sitting there, and this guy comes in. He's like, Hey, hey, Pego, what's up? How you doing? And he was like, Oh, good. And hey, son, he tired everybody, son. Mm-hmm.
0: Except yep. for me. Except and, for you. What'd he me. call you? Knuckle. What'd he uh, call but, you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> knuckle. But. Yeah, we were um, we were sitting there and he, he said, hey, son, how you doing? And then the guy started talking to him and it was just regular conversation. And then midstream in the conversation, he said, yeah, I was over at this particular place mm-hmm. in Macon. And, you know, they was talking about you. They was doing this and that. And he, mm-hmm. said, I, he said, I ain't really saying nothing, but I, I did want to tell you about it because I, oh, I, I remember
0: you telling yeah, me. Yeah, I story. didn't want
1: you to be blindsided if you go in there or something. <laughs> your dad or your granddad said, thank you. He was like, eh, good looking out. He's like, you know, I'll catch you later. You know, and it, and it ended. And when he walked out, he looked at his friends and he was like, if a dog will bring a bone, he'll take a bone. He's mm. like, you don't talk to nobody. He's like, I wouldn't even take that information. I just store it mm-hmm. and
0: we just keep moving. That's a classic characteristic and behavior of toxic. a toxic person. Mm-hmm. They shit in the coat room yeah, and, bring it, and bring it to your doorstep. and bring it to your doorstep. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our episode on toxic behavior behavior in relationships and in uh, situationships i hope that that you guys have benefited from this and that you uh, know how to navigate or try to know how to navigate your toxic friends or relationships next time someone toxic comes around you just ask them hey who shit in the coat room
1: yeah shout out dang cook dang cook
0: see y'all on the next episode Thank you, friends, for hanging with us. We got you. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And also, please follow us on IG, Facebook, and Twitter. Our social platform is at Diverse Love. That's D-I-V-E-R-S-E-L-U-V.
1: And don't forget, you can listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcast fixed.
0: Thank you, friends. We love y'all for real. Okay, me. Take us out. It's truth when coffee time. Help me not think about all my lows. Think of who you are sometimes. Girl, you always on my mind. Looking like it's truth in coffee time. Tell me what you really wanna know.